This is episode 42, what it means to be German. Welcome to Sophia on Earth. I'm your host, Sophia. I'm a coach, entrepreneur, and yoga teacher, and I help women lead from their feminine in their relationships and in business. On this podcast, we talk about what it means to be human and how each of us gives the human experience meaning and makes it work for them. Connect with me at sophiaonearth.com or via Instagram at sophiaonearth and let me know how you are making the human experience work for you. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Sophia on Earth. I'm excited to be back and talk to you today about what it means to be German. As you may have gathered already, I am German. And you may have also noticed that the tagline of this podcast is what it means to be human. And obviously, part of my personal human experience is being German. So I've been wanting to do this episode basically since I started the podcast, but it's also a little bit of a scary episode to record because I will share a lot of my personal experiences and my view on what it means to be German to me. And that may not resonate with each and every one who's listening. You may disagree maybe on a couple of things I'm sharing, or it might also just open up a new way of understanding the human experience that you are part of. So with that being said, let us begin. And I want to begin by sharing a story with you. I know I've talked a lot about traveling over the last couple of months and episodes and really understanding your own history and where you come from often gets revealed once you leave this familiar place. And although I've been traveling a lot when I was a kid just around Europe, the first big trip that I really did by myself was to New York City in 2011, where I met a lot of different and new people, obviously. And around the same time, my cousin, she was also traveling to the US. She was in Philadelphia. So it was also cool to have this sort of exchange. And one thing I noticed is, especially in New York City, because New York City has a big Jewish community, I would often feel a little weird being around people who are Jewish because, you know, Germany's history, um, you may be aware of, hopefully. I heard from my cousin that the same was true for her as well. And I almost felt like I had to justify a little bit um, myself or I felt like people wouldn't like me because I'm German, given Germany's history. In particular, the time during 1941, 1945, during the Second World War, when Germany and its allies systemically murdered six million Jews in Europe. And it wasn't until I got to know people better, especially people who I knew were Jewish, that I found more comfort and wasn't as worried about the fact that I was German. This obviously didn't start just by traveling. This started because of education, right? In Germany, I don't know fully how it is today, but back in the day when I was in primary school, middle school, high school, we talk about German history and we talk about the Holocaust and 
all the people that were killed and you know this whole regime and how laws have been changed to accompany like these murders and just inhumane ways of setting up a society uh, you know and I could say so much more about that but basically we grow up with it right and there's a certain I always thought it was guilt came with it but I feel like there is even more shame as well and I'll get into the distinction between guilt and shame in a second but that was what, what was coming up for me as I was traveling I knew what my country had done right I knew of my country's history and when I met people from outside of my country and especially knowing that their families may have left the country that they came from to move to the U.S. for example because of what Germany had done that was kind of heavy. So this is what really started a big process of unraveling, of understanding, of getting curious and, and also healing and releasing a lot of the shame and guilt that I had been brought up with. And that to some degree, I do believe is is very helpful in order to shape better, more just societies. Let me begin by talking a little bit about the difference between shame and guilt. I already mentioned it. I first thought this feeling that I was having was guilt. But I also learned now that when I learned a little bit more about shame, that there's probably also a lot of shame in it. And the main difference between shame and guilt is that shame says, I am bad. So the focus is on the self, not the behavior. And guilt says, I did bad. So the focus is on the behavior. And if you think about it, you can probably also feel the difference. With shame, that is focusing on the self, there isn't really anything you can do about it. It's not constructive. It's not pointing at, oh, there was this thing that I did. I made a mistake. How can I repair? How can I fix it? How can I do better? Which you could do with guilt. Shame is not constructive. Guilt is. It can be productive because of what I just said, right? It's focusing on the behavior and the behavior that you can change in the future potentially. And therefore, the result of shame is a feeling of unworthiness, unworthiness of love, of belonging, of connection. And as you may know, Brené Brown did a lot of research on shame and guilt. So if you're interested in that, you find a lot of that with everything she does. But also one thing that I really like to use to explain the difference between shame and guilt as well is shame conceals, guilt reveals. So shame is something that we really don't want to talk about. It's something that we don't share with close friends even. It's, it's something that we hide, which therefore makes it very detrimental. And the, the only thing we really can do to heal shame is to talk about it because shame doesn't love that. And guilt, on the other hand, has more of this quality of revealing, of talking about it, and therefore also, like I mentioned, being a potential driver for change. And I feel like shame is the emotion that we understand a little less and talk a little less about in society. Yet shame is everywhere. 
It's in the way we are supposed to look or how our bodies are shaped. It's in our sexuality. It's how we relate to others. It's in rejection. It's not having the quote-unquote success that we think we should have. If you think about it, you will notice it's everywhere. It's in everything we do. It's so ingrained and it has more power than we think it does. So you get an idea and can maybe even identify where shame is present in your life, where there are stories that you're not sharing because of the shame associated to it. And that is so normal. That is so normal. And I would add to the list part of what shame is to me would have been. Shame is being German. So there is a lot of shame attached to it because German is not my behavior. <laughs> it's my identity, right? There's nothing I can do about it. I was born in Germany. I was raised in Germany. It's a fact. And that's why I now understand that the sensation is more shame than guilt, although both can be a part of it, right? For me, since I wasn't alive in the 1940s, it may show up more as shame, right? For somebody who was part of the war, for a soldier, for people who worked in concentration camps, for people who worked in the chambers where bodies were burned, right? It might be both. It might be guilt as well. And for some people, it may not, right? There is just a lot of suppression and numbing and not dealing with the emotions that may have and should have been arising. And when you think about it, that's kind of intense, the fact that part of traveling in the beginning for me was that, right? Of meeting people from other cultures was shame around my own culture. And maybe one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast in English, although German is my native language, is even still connected to that, right? Maybe part of the shame is not talking about the culture as much. We don't even use really the German flag at all, right? So there is still a lot of subtlety of shame present. And I want to speak a little bit on what I mentioned earlier, what I consider the healthy part of it, maybe not of the shame, maybe of the guilt aspect of it. But for a long time, this feeling of guilt I was in shame. I was holding it in a very heavy way, right? Like you can hold it in a heavy way. You can think of it as defining yourself as something that is just kind of like dooming heavy on you. And I always also had this feeling and I, I feel like that's one of the beautiful things about the fact that we learn about Germany's history in school and we talk about it a lot and the government talks about it and there's a lot of events throughout the year on, on different important dates where we honor the victims of the Holocaust. And we have a lot of memorial sites. That's part of our education as well, right? I've been to many different concentration camps or like the whatever is left of them today. And all of those have been really, while heavy, also really important and defining lessons because when you are on a site like that, it has a certain energy to it. Like you can't deny it. You can feel it. And maybe if you're more of an empath like me, it's even more intense. And maybe you can tune it off a little bit. But it, there is no way not to notice it, I don't think. You would have to be completely shut down and not be aware of what's going on. To stand on a, on a site like that, like it does something to you. And that's good. That's good. 
because the only way that we can shape the future in a positive way is by taking responsibility for the past. And it doesn't matter that I could tell you, you know, I know for a fact that my grandpa and his brothers, they were in the war, but they didn't kill anybody. Like they didn't walk in a gas chamber. You know, they didn't shoot at anybody. They they didn't participate in it. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that I could potentially wash my hands clean because I'm still German. And while there can be some heaviness to that, it's also important. It is important to recognize that, that with the identity with me being born in Germany, which obviously comes with a lot of like beautiful things that our new society offers. However, I believe that part of the social security and free education and free health insurance, all of those things, that is part of a general understanding of responsibility for the past. And if guilt or shame is the entry point to that, then I'm kind of okay with it. And maybe there's a healthier way to enter that. But if I can't feel it in my body, if I can't, if it doesn't have an impact on me on some level, how am I going to own and take action on that responsibility? Because that is so important. That's so important to remember because if we don't talk about the things that will impact our actions, right? Just like shame does. If I have shame around my sexuality, if I have shame around my body, it will impact and inform how I show up as a human being. And if I have shame around being German, then it will impact how I show up. And if I have shame around something that isn't even talked about, like many countries don't talk about their history, right? then that will also impact the society that I create because a society based on shame is a very different society than a society that is at least willing, is at least willing to look at their shit, you know, just with humans. A human that is willing to look at their shit, you can have a completely different relationship with than a human that is committed to their ignorance. So, Part of that shame, guilt, whatever we want to call it, um, because there's aspects of both of it, is very important from my perspective because it invites the sense of responsibility. And what I've come to realize and what I learned is that I don't hold it as guilt or shame anymore. I hold it as responsibility. So when I think about Germany's history, I don't think shame or I don't feel shame or guilt, what I feel into is responsibility. The fact that I am German, it, it's just a fact. I can't change it. That's the reality that I was born into. It comes with a certain sense of responsibility to do better. And you could argue that that is true for, for many different countries and probably for most countries. But it doesn't matter because... I'm German, so I take responsibility for my shit. What other people do with their shit, you know, it's, it's their thing. Again, just like in life, just in relationships as well. You own your side of the relationship, you own your shit, and other people get to own their shit. All of that to say that while it is heavy, I've come to learn to hold it, this shame, and also to some degree guilt, I've come to hold it 
as responsibility. And I think that's very important, very important to do with whatever our history is as a nation, as a country, and also as individuals. Because the way we look at our history, the way we refer to our history, the way we own our history, whether we've been personally creating that or not, and you could argue in a way we have, right? Because the soul, my soul, chose to be born in Germany. So in a way, maybe I have participated in it. And no matter if we did actively participate in it or not, if we hold our past and the past of our country, the history of our country with a certain sense of responsibility, we can shape a better present and a better future for our societies. And we have to do the walk, right? Because as you could hear from the things I was sharing and just from this transition or this journey of experiencing a lot of shame, experiencing a, d a degree of guilt around my just my nationality really and connected to that the history of my country there's some healing to be done in there too right because there's some heavy stuff and it's being passed down through generations and maybe the generation of my children maybe even some people that are just 10 20 years younger than me maybe it's not as present for them, right? But generational trauma is still a thing. It's still being passed down to some degree. And I'm not a sociologist. This is really just my experience. But, and, I, and I'm not sure if this was there before or it's a result. But one thing that I experience as challenging being just the person that I am, the way I live my life in a society like the German society is this desire to be quote unquote normal, right? If, if you want to do something that's slightly out of the box with Germans, difficult. There is just this general desire to not be different, to not stand out, to be some to somehow be part of this mass of sameness I'm not fully sure why but my guess is that it's definitely connected to that which ultimately brings us back to shame right because shame creates this feeling of unworthiness to belong and we all want to belong so Maybe in, in this particular case, this desire to be normal, to have a normal, safe life that is in quote-unquote order with how society set it up, maybe that's connected to the whole thing. So whatever this means to you, whether you are German yourself or you're not, whatever this means to you, how can you apply that to your own life? How can you think about your personal history or the history of your country and take on a certain sense of responsibility to make the world a little better, to shape a better future? And this doesn't have to be some grand thing. You don't have to found a nonprofit. 
you don't have to host events whatever it may be super subtle and still so effective so whatever that means to you maybe you can apply that to your own life too and for me i feel like part of that is talking about it right because nobody really talks about it you can talk about on the surface level but on a deeper level like what does that actually mean like what is being suppressed what level of creativity of innovation is not possible because still to a degree we don't really talk about the deeper thing and even just recording this episode that's like super scary <laughs> i had to take like 300 breaks and take some deep breath but we got to start somewhere and talking about the sense of shame and transmuting it into responsibility and maybe even responsibility in the form of creativity of innovation because we're not helping anybody we're not making the world a better place by holding on to whatever sort of shame we're holding on to that is connected to our identity so the question is really where do we get to start talking about things get more vocal about something and therefore allow some beautiful and necessary changes to happen in our societies and with that being said sending you much love and peace thank you for listening to this episode of sophia on earth where we talk about what it means to be human if you want to dive deeper leading from your feminine essence in your relationships and in business i would love to hear from you and support you on your journey. You can find all of my one-on-one -on -one coaching offers on my website at sophiaonearth.com or feel free to just reach out to me via Instagram at sophiaonearth. Once again, thank you so much for listening, sending you so much love.